Hi, and welcome to the Reiki from the Farm podcast brought to you by me, Pam Allen LeBlanc from Hiddenbrook Farm. I am a scientist, a businesswoman, and a licensed Reiki master teacher with the International Center for Reiki Training. Each week in this podcast, you'll be entertained as you learn about a wide variety of relevant Reiki topics, helping you become a more knowledgeable and effective Reiki practitioner. We caution you, though, this podcast may also dramatically improve your life, and we are so happy that you're here. On this week's podcast, one of my horses, Simba, has asked me to tell you his story. I'm going to put a YouTube link in the, in the podcast in case you'd like to see the video of this and see Simba here. He's got a really unique story. But before we begin, I just want to let you know that in December, if you're interested in the animal classes, in six days I've got a level one and two class followed by an animal communication class on the weekend. And then on a Monday and Tuesday, Animal Reiki Level 1 and 2. So Simba has a really unique story. He came here eight years ago on Halloween. And it's a funny story, actually. My husband found an ad for him online. And because he is half Belgian, which is a heavy breed of horses that my father and my grandfather raised and that we showed and he's half Appaloosa which is what I raised and used to show. My husband thought that Simba might be a nice to our herd and that he might be able to handle some of the heavy riders and when he suggested that I asked him who he was and what he had done with my husband the husband that was always telling me that I had too many horses and that they were too expensive and in the video if you want to pan out to the other horses right now Pierre and just show that there are 12 horses here in fact but we made arrangements. I contacted Simba's owner. He was for sale, his caregiver. And I told her, explained that I was an animal communicator and that I would have to check with him and make sure that he wanted to come to our place because we're a teaching facility. The horses have Reiki and they tend to do energy work or support my energy work. And I want to, I always want to make sure any animal that comes here understands that and wants to be a part of that dynamic. And Simba's caretaker thought that made a lot of sense. She thought it was cool. But when I started asking him questions, he started nodding his head for yes and shaking his head no for no. And her, his owner and the owner's mom were a little bit amazed. In the end, Simba decided that he wasn't really quite done working with his caretaker. He had a very deep bond with her, but she simply couldn't afford to keep him in a boarding facility anymore. She was going back to college. And Simba himself suggested that he come and live with us, but still remain as her horse. And 
when I told her that was his suggestion, she thought it was amazing and readily agreed. So we put together a lease arrangement and agreement for a period of two years while she was at school. And during that time, in uh, six years ago, in fact, Simba got sick. But let me backtrack. As I was on my way to go and get Simba, he is a very special horse, he, my truck broke down in the middle of nowhere. And I managed to get a ride to a restaurant. I managed to get a tow. And my husband was able to come and get me. And she needed Simba out of his facility by the end of the month, which was October 31st. And I was heading down to get him on the 29th. I hadn't had any trouble with my truck, but it broke down. A local mechanic came and got it and fixed it. And in fact, what happened was it was ready on the 31st, which was not the day that I intended to go get Simba, the day that the veil is the thinnest. But we were up against it because my, his caretaker couldn't really afford another month's rent. So I went down to get him on the 31st. But in the meantime, on the, on the 30th, I was teaching a Reiki class. And during that class, I connected with Simba, with the distance symbol, and asked him if maybe he had any spirit attachments that needed to clear before he came to our property. And I was stunned because I've never really come across a horse like him before or since. He said, yes, in fact, he did. And he showed me that there were roughly 2,000 spirit attachments connected with him. And I'd never seen anything like that before. I said, how can that be? And he explained that he's a big horse. And that was one way that he used to help people was he used to scoop up their spirit attachments and take it into himself. So, that was very unique, and we began clearing Simba, but he also showed that one of the reasons he wanted to come to our property is that he had a sense that with the Reiki energy that we had and that he could feel from me, that it might give him some protection from all of these spirit attachments. So Simba arrived, and he really was, I teasingly call him the cowardly lion, or the cowardly horse. He was a lovely horse, but scared of everything. And so he might be going along and then he'd just spin four circles in really rapid succession. Don't let his size fool you. He's very athletic and can move really quickly. And so he wasn't a good option for our bigger students at all because many of them needed a very steady horse and weren't agile enough to work with him. Now the only person brave enough to get on his back was my daughter, Caroline. Caroline and Simba formed a really tight bond and she, I watched her fly through the air I don't know how many times and she did wind up with a concussion that we then healed with Reiki. But he really was a very nervous guy. 
And that carried on for the first two years. And then after he was with us for two years, six years ago, he developed a tumor in his eye, and he still didn't belong to us then. He does now, don't you? You belong here all right. But his person used to come visit him occasionally and come out for a ride, and she was so happy to see him. She'd never seen him quite as relaxed and happy as he eventually got to be here. But he was still fairly high-strung and still nervous at times. But he had come a long way, and uh, he had developed a tumor in his eye, and the veterinarians thought it was a very common tumor. And it's something that shows up a lot with Belgian draft horses, which he is half Belgian. And so they really thought it was going to be this simple benign tumor that we could remove and it would be fine. So in September, six years ago, we removed the tumor and it didn't come all the way and it wouldn't stop bleeding. And something made me decide that even though they were quite certain it was a benign tumor, it, something made me go ahead and send it to pathology and get it tested. And it turned out that it was a very rare type of cancer that had a very strong vascular system. So for two weeks, we couldn't get the bleeding to stop. And Simba's wonderful veterinarians would come out every day and put pressure compression bandages on his face. It was the only thing we could do to stop the bleeding. But during that time, the tumor grew back within a week and a half to be one and a half times the size that it was. It was about the size of a walnut. And we were trying to save his eye, but it didn't look like that was going to be possible. So one of the veterinarians from Prince Edward Island, one of the specialists was over and um, she said that she would stay she was heading home and she just stopped in on her way home and she said she would stay the night and perform the surgery in the morning that would save his life. And my husband and I were about to take our his first ever trip to Europe for our 20th wedding anniversary and I said we're leaving tomorrow at supper time. Would we be able to do the surgery? in 10 days when we come home. And her advice was that if we waited 10 days, there would be no horse left, that it was a very aggressive and very unusual type of tumor. So of course, we made the arrangements to get him in and she did the surgery and removed the eye. And the surgery went extremely well, the bleeding stopped. And my wonderful assistant, Bertina, I don't know what I'd do without her, she said, you guys go to England, I've got this. And the thing is, I know that she's probably more diligent with his medical care and more on time than I am. I knew that I might have a chance to forget, but I knew she would never forget. So we did have our trip and Simba really recovered beautifully. When he was recovering with one eye in the pasture, at first he stayed on his own, but very quickly he showed us that he was ready to go back in with the herd. So we did let him go back with the herd and 
prior to his surgery, Simba and Buddy used to do a very exciting and interesting play where they would rear up at each other and pretend to bite and wheel around and kick. And I was a little bit worried about Sir Simba about a week or a week and a half after his surgery. And I was out here in the field visiting them. And in fact, Big Buddy came over and showed me how the rest of the herd was helping Simba out. They would go on the side where he had his good eye and they would lead him and he would follow them. And Big Buddy actually put his face on the side of Simba's good eye and started doing their rearing play. But instead of going way up on their hind legs the way they usually did, he would just go about a foot off the ground and Simba would go a foot off the ground. And I knew at that moment that Simba was going to be all right because the horses really, my Reiki horses, and I think these horses have had Reiki since 2011 and Simba has had Reiki since he arrived. His caregiver thought that was going to be a good idea for him and it did help calm his nerves a bit, but he was still largely a nervous horse or a little too nervous for my riding lessons anyway. So experienced line rode him anyway. She was one of my most experienced riders. And eventually she did fine with him, but I couldn't really trust him with beginners. And so I knew at the moment that Bud showed me that they were going to show him how to play again and show him how to integrate back with the herd, that he was going to be all right. And so after that, I was teaching my horseback riding lessons and I'd been home a couple of weeks from our trip and one of my riding students approached me at the end of our Saturday morning riding lesson and she said, Pam, I just want you to know that while you were in England, we organized raffles and bake sales and yard sales and every other kind of fundraiser and they took in donations and she presented me with an envelope which actually was enough to pay for Simba's second surgery and of course that just brought me to tears. I didn't expect anything like that and no we didn't really have the funds to cover his surgery but there was never any question whether he would get it and we would figure it out. And they went and figured it out for us. Not only was I blown away by their kindness and generosity, but so was Simba. And he actually, I communicated with him and I said, did you know that was going on? And he said, yes, he did, Bertina had arranged it and had got everybody going. She knew that we could handle one surgery, but the second surgery was going to be pretty dear. And so she actually had arranged the, all of this with him when she was in the paddock and looking after him and giving him his medications and so on. And Simba came in and communicated with me after that. And he said, can you believe 
how much they love me. And I said, yes, I can. But he couldn't. He had a very good life up until then, but he was just a very nervous animal, a nervous horse. And he was blown away by how many people had stepped in to try and help him. And from that moment on, Simba became the most dependable horse that I had. As soon as his eye had healed enough, he let me know that he wanted to go back to work. And he let me know that because he felt so loved and so appreciated, he was going to do his very best to be as gentle and quiet and steady for his students as he could be. It was night and day. He became one of my most dependable horses. I can put beginners on Simba now and know that he's going to hold it together because he really found his place in the world and he really felt so loved. That was, that was it for him. So it was really a beautiful story. And the reason we're telling Simba's story today and it will go live just a little over a week, eight days before his eighth anniversary of being here, is that this summer we noticed that the tumor was back in the eye socket. And I was pretty concerned about it. And at first it looked like our only option might be just to keep him comfortable. And he's not a super young horse, but he's only 16 at this point and so he does still have a few years left and it was sad but my veterinarian I really think the world of him and he suggested that we get it checked though by a specialist just to see and in fact the specialist told us that we could x-ray it and see if it was operable and if it was that she would be happy to recommend the operation. So fortunately just a few weeks ago we found out that the tumor is operable. It took about a month to get the x-rays just because our wonderful veterinarians here are really busy and short-handed at the moment and in that month myself and all of the students did just steady Reiki to the tumor itself and just with the intention and I could feel it beginning to shrink. So by the time the x-ray was done, in fact, the, it, it's showing that the tumor is operable. So tomorrow morning at 7 in the morning, Simba is going to go for his operation. And he very specifically asked if I would consider making this week's podcast his and just asking people if they would consider sending him Reiki. His operation is actually going to be Tuesday morning, but we'll take him over there tomorrow and get him settled. And it looks like he should, as long as everything goes, be able to come home by Wednesday. So it does look like the the tumor has great margins and it is very vascular so it does need to 
We do need to transport him about four hours away or a little more to the Prince Edward Island to the University of PEI veterinary labs. So just, just to be sure that everything will go well should it, should it begin bleeding and so on. And so Simba's going for his operation. And one of the things that Simba was very clear is he said he wanted me to tell his story to you just to maybe let you all know how lovely it is to belong and just such an inspiration that all of those people, even some that we didn't know very well, that they banded together and contributed to his surgery. And he also asked me to put a donation button in the, uh, in the podcast just, to, just in case any of you would like to contribute toward this surgery. And if everything goes well, it's actually more expensive to transport him there than the surgery, but altogether it adds up. And please don't think that there's any chance that he's not getting the surgery. He is. But if that's something, if you have received Reiki from my wonderful horses, or if it's something that you feel you would like to contribute to, or if you've been benefiting from the ICRT animal Reiki energy that these horses helped, I think, that they helped us to bring in, then there is a donation button in the write-up. And I'd love to encourage you to check that out and, and even just a small donation. He says thank you. He appreciates the Reiki that you will send and he appreciates the any donations. And to end today, our podcast, Simba and I wanted to take you to the an, a wonderful animal Reiki exercise called the heartbeat of the earth. And Simba, how about we, we take our listeners through the animal Reiki meditation of the heartbeat of the earth. And so I'd like to invite you to close your eyes and take some deep breaths activate your Reiki and then place your hands on your heart and feel Reiki flow through your hands and into your heart. As the light of Reiki, the light of the earth and the light of divine beings and the light of creation surrounds you and fills your breath. And as you breathe in the light, it travels in on your breath and it fills your body with light, causing the light within you to wake up and be revealed in you. You remember your love, your higher consciousness, your pure heart. You can see it now and the light of the earth is revealed in you as you remember that your body is made of the earth to give your spirit life and breath. The light of the divine is revealed in you as you remember that your spirit is made of the light and you are here in your life to be human. 
the light of creation and the light of your body are one light within you. Your divine nature is present in your human nature. You remember your beautiful spirit, your life force. It's here in your body and in your life, in this moment in time. Listen now to the heartbeat of the earth, the heartbeat of the water and all life in the waters. You can hear the heartbeat of the animals and the trees and the birds in the trees. You can hear the heartbeat of creation in the four winds and in the cycles and rhythm of the moon and the sun and the rhythm of stars in the night sky and the planets and our solar system and the heartbeat of the Milky Way, galaxies, the universe, and the heartbeat of creation. It all beats in the same rhythm as your own heart. And now your body aligns with the heartbeat and rhythms and cycles of the earth and the heartbeat and rhythms and cycles of creation. One heartbeat, one light, one breath, right now, in this moment in time in your daily life. The power of love at the core of the physical world, the light of pure consciousness becoming all things. You bring this awareness now into your body that you are like all life on earth, part of the animal kingdom. Everything lives in the rhythms and the cycles of this beautiful creation, the earth. Bring your awareness to your body now and listen. Hear your heart beating in your body and in your life today and breathe into this moment. And we'll spend some time here with the horses as they all send you Reiki and you reconnect with the heartbeat of the earth and of creation. feel ready, bring your awareness back into the room and slowly open your eyes, bringing your awareness of your heartbeat like the heartbeat of the animals and all life on earth. Thank you for joining us today and for listening to Simba's story. By the time our next podcast comes out, we should have an update on how everything went. Thank you for the beautiful light that you spread in the world and for all that you do. Namaste.